Welcome back to The Mind, The Mirror, and Me. I am your host, Mackie Overbay, and I'm joined by my friend, Mr. Tony Overbay. Oh, your friend. Aww. Hi, Mac. Friend. We are friends. Also my dad, but I guess we're friends, too. Yeah. You know what's interesting about that? What? We, I mean, and I think this is really is really nice. I think you and I have talked about it, but we've had some feedback that people just find it really fascinating that we are father and daughter and we interact the way we do. Why do you think that is fascinating? I mean, based off of things that I've, stories I've heard from my clients. And yeah. Things, some people don't like their parents very much. Yeah. So. And, and some parents don't like their kids very much. Yeah. So I, I want to say that not from a, aren't we cool, but it is always, uh, there's always a chance to self-confront and grow. So it is never too late to develop a relationship with your kids. Would you agree? I totally would. I think, I don't think it's too late at all. Yeah. And I think it's worth putting in the effort because it's nice to be friends with your parents. It's really nice. And I think it it's hard because I know the, I think the, well, not even, I think the majority of that work falls upon the role of the parent because the parent is the one that has to step out of their own ego and then hear and understand things about their kids, even if it makes them feel uncomfortable, because that's a them issue. Right. But they should do it anyway. So if you're a parent, you should just be a little uncomfortable because it's probably worth it. Yeah. Um, this is where I drop the old, you can have love. And that's love our or, episode. There we go. I was going to say that you have love or control in a, <laughs> an adult relationship, not both. And I think that is very true. Yes, sir. Okay, what are we talking about today, Mac? That's very true. So, this podcast is called The Mind, the Mirror, and Me, right? Oh, I didn't even think about that when but you today we're gonna, told me. We're going to put the, yeah, when I told you, yeah, but we're, we're going to put the emphasis on the mirror part of it. You with me? You ever looked in a mirror before? You know what's funny? I have, but I'm not, and this is now cue the sad music. I don't know if we have the money yet to do this in post-production. You do the editing. <laughs> But I, you know, Mac, I haven't spent a lot of time looking in the mirror because I've been bald since the age of four. So it has not been fun. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I don't spend a lot of time in the mirror. Did you ever um, even have hair then, really? <laughs> I mean, define hair, which is, is really interesting. Uh, but I did. I looked in a mirror last night as I plucked out my old man eyebrows that seemed to grow at a rapid rate. That are like a foot long. Yeah. You got a lot <laughs> of those. It's kind of, kind of strange. <laughs> okay. But I pluck them out though. They dangle and they make, they over hurt. your eyes. <laughs> well, and when one starts to like touch my eyelash, then I know it's time. <laughs> that should never happen. You should never let it get to that point. I hate that. Uh, yeah. Do you, do you offer that service in your salon? I actually don't. I know how to. I do like... Uh, we've little wax nights with my cousins and me and well, yeah, when I'm at home, I meant yeah. like here when I'm oh, in Utah, but yeah, when you. I'm at home, we have little wax nights. We wax the noses. That's been kind of fun. <laughs> and then you feel like you can breathe again. Yeah. It's pretty fun. It really is. Yeah. Okay. Let me start this mirror. I don't know for the record. I, you said, do you want to know what we're talking about? And I said, not really. Cause I'm excited. I want to be surprised, but I do have three hilarious jokes about a mirror to get us started. I cannot wait. Mackie, Please tell me. Why did the mirror get kicked mm-hmm. out of school? Why? I wanted to say because it 
mirrors don't go to school. But no, that's yeah, not that the joke. That feels like the answer, but I don't. That's no. not very funny. It's, or be uh, something else. it's because it kept reflecting poorly on everyone. <laughs> uh, you, I would say it sounded like your microphone got muted because I didn't hear you laugh. Weird. I don't muted. know. Okay, here's two more. Oh, yeah, that's two so more. Crazy. Okay. What did okay. one mirror say to the other mirror? Oh, it's uh, it's it's time to reflect on our relationship. These, are, I, these aren't these are, very funny. They're horrible, and the, these the are really bad. This one is even worse. This is the last one, and these were all okay. from my friend okay. Chat ChatGPT. Why did the mirror? Okay. Why did the mirror file a complaint at work? Why? Because it was tired of being looked at all day. Wow! Yikes! Yeah. So, when you said you had jokes, I was ready. I was kind of ready to laugh. And you, I'm like a dad joke guy. Like I think dad jokes are funny, but those weren't even. Oh, I see. Ser- stupid enough to be funny. I seriously thought about t- typing back to ChatGPT. Do you call those funny? But I still worry that at someday when the robots take over, I want. I I was like, thank you. Those were great. Because yeah, they'll take note of that. Yeah, and they'll be first on the list. <laughs> exactly. Okay. That's a good point. All right, Mackie, I'm going to sit back <laughs> and relax, and I'm excited to hear what we're talking about. Okay. So we're going to be talking about mirrors, and that has to do with appearances and all that. So I feel like we have to, before moving on, we have to plug our one of our first episodes that we did that was called Your Body is the Least Interesting Thing About You. I, like I feel that. like if you haven't listened to that one, go listen to that one because that was a good one. But that's not... Really what we're talking about. Okay. Did you know that only 31% of people have a positive relationship with the mirror? Mm. I did not. Only 31%. That's not very many. But research. research. Okay. First, I already spelt my name wrong. You did. When I entered this and now I can't talk. So Makai. (laughs) Off to a great start. Makai. What's the funniest thing that you were ever called? Do you remember when you went and got an award and it was like with the Masonic temple and it was for a scholarship or a racing thing or something? What did, what did, and they literally gave yeah. you an award and your name was? Matthew McKid. Matthew McKid. Come get your award. <laughs> it was this like a, a 104 year old man yeah. who handed me this little certificate and just said Matthew McKid. <laughs> and I think I still have it somewhere. Do you? Which is funny because our what we use to edit in Descript, it often thinks that you're calling me Matthew. Oh, and it it says that all the time, like in the transcript. Yeah, so I guess I just have to go by that. Maybe or something. I think so. Okay. Okay, but okay. So only thirty-one percent of people have a positive relationship with the mirror, but every single day, women look in the mirror around thirty-four times. Wow. In a day, okay? And men look about 27 times per day. Mm. Or you don't look as often because you've been bald since you were four. But, you know. But you do see when you go in the bathroom. Yeah, I mean, you do see it. I see what you're saying. That's the thing. It's, yeah, your reflection is all over the place. And Mm. there were even some, I didn't write them down, but there were some crazy numbers of like, in a lifetime, how much time is actually spent looking at your reflection. Wow. Just kind of spooky. Yeah. Like, it's like, 
totals up days and days of, of, of as if you were just staring into a mirror. Kind of kind of spooky. Wow. And then research also says that people in their twenties look in the mirror ten times more than people in their sixties. Wow. So I guess as people get older, they do look a little bit less, yeah. but, but anyways, so I, cause I have, I have my own weird relationship with mirrors and my reflection and looking at myself and whatever, but it's hard not to do with phones and social media oh, and yeah. life. And again, like just reflections all over the place where it is such, I think a habit for most people to just look, but you're usually not looking or, okay, hold on before I get to that. So I, I came across a thing when I was kind of looking at this research of somebody who tried to do a little challenge where they didn't look in a mirror for an entire week. Wow. Okay. Okay. Like just avoided all mirrors for a week. And I thought, I was like, oh, I've never heard of anyone doing that. Like a hundred people have done it. There were so many articles of people trying it, which uh-huh. is interesting. But so I basically, I took some things from three of those different articles and we're going to, we're going to chat okay i'm excited about it okay hey look at this real quick uh, so i i can show you i tried to not play online bingo for a week and i didn't make it uh, <laughs> you can edit that out please you had to write a little note. <laughs> i did while well, i was showing my my online recovery group you know we were talking about doing difficult things and i was thinking in my head <laughs> Bingo. Well, I just was thinking of anything that I just kind of just impulsively do because I thought, okay, I, here I'm talking with people that have serious addictions and I can't, I can't, and I'm sitting there thinking, I don't really want to do it. And then I just thought it's not helpful. It's not productive. So I said, I won't do it for a week. And then I forgot like a couple days ago. That doesn't surprise me. You're a big online bingo guy. <laughs> I'm really good at it. It's good for my ADHD. I'm so happy for you. Thank I'm you. So happy for you. Okay, that's but so but I can't even imagine um, going a week without looking in a mirror for real. Yeah. Well, that's what, and like you were saying, where you do just you see your reflection on accident. I think mm-hmm. a lot, and that's what in all of these articles that was one thing that's in common where people are saying like I did not realize how oh many like looking in a rearview mirror or like oh yeah glass or you know like it just your reflection in a window or like just so many times where you're Mm -hmm. accidentally seeing yourself. So from one of those articles, it starts off by saying, there's a good chance you've already looked in the mirror today. There's an even better chance that you've actually looked several times. And there's also a pretty good chance that none of those times were to really do anything. And so many of us find ourselves subconsciously checking in the mirror multiple times a day. For the most part, when we're grazing the mirror, we aren't doing anything substantial. We're inspecting our pores. We're trying to figure out when that new wrinkle showed up Mm. or we're spitefully wishing away our eye bags or our long eyebrow hairs that tickle our (laughs) eyelashes. Uh, Um, It doesn't say that. But then it's, (laughs) no, it actually doesn't. You got me. And then it says more often than not, we aren't being very nice to ourselves, Mm. which I think is valid because I think of time, like, it's not very often that I pass by a mirror and I'm like, nice. You go girl. You know, <laughs> I don't know if I ever have. Max. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. I usually look and I'm like, Oh boy. And it's, it's more of a yikes. Didn't realize that's what I looked like, which I think, I think a lot of people would feel that way. And I feel like I see that because I have people. So in my suite, right. Or yeah. just in general, when you get your hair done, you're in front of a big mirror. And I feel like people bring this up all the time. And it's, you're not looking your best. You have the little cape around your neck. Like, 
you're all covered up and then you've got your hair slicked back with hair dye or foils all over your head and it's terrible lighting and you're just like you're staring at yourself for like four hours and then for me I'm also looking at that mirror I have to look in a mirror so many times and I will catch myself by surprise so many times throughout a hair appointment where I literally feel like I like take a step back because I'm like so afraid because I look up and I'm like oh Mackie who is that you're beautiful I just stop (laughs) but it's just the reality and it's weird to look at yourself for a long time and I remember too when I was at a commission salon where there were literally mirrors on all sides everywhere you like you everywhere you looked mirror 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 there was no way to avoid it wow and again yeah how I'm like trying to think I mean I'm sure there have been a couple times where I'm like you look good like that's you know oh not so bad but usually it is a little like okay I'm gonna look away now you know like just the I don't really want to look anymore. For sure. And so in this article, it says, how would it feel to ditch these hourly and daily check-ins completely? Would it change the relationship we have with ourselves, the way we talk to ourselves? Okay. So then the first person that did this is a girl from BuzzFeed named Lara Parker. And her little tagline of starting the article said, I went from hating my reflection to wanting nothing more than to see it again. Oh. Which I was intrigued. Me too. Where are we we going with this? Because... I can't imagine that happening. Mm. (laughs) And then she lists off this whole thing where she's like, I got this idea because, you know, I had acne. I was picking out every single flaw in the mirror. And she did say, hated my eyebrows, the shape of my nose and the way my ears stuck out. I was mad at my mirror. I was mad at my body. I was mad at my face. But mostly I was mad at myself for wasting precious time looking at my reflection and hating it. Oh, yeah. Wait, I get that one. That's a waste of emotional calories. Is that what we could say? Right. Okay. I think absolutely. Um, And then she went on and explained some things from the challenge, but then made a list of some things that she learned. So I took my favorite ones of them. So her first thing, there are a million different ways to see your reflection that do not involve looking in a mirror, like we were talking about. And then she mentions my phone, my rear view mirror, my windows, other people's sunglasses. What we're Um, we're doing right now on the the computer, FaceTime and people. yeah. 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 Face that like you're all, you're seeing yourself all the time. And she said that after the challenge, when she was uh, at her reflection again, she said on average, she looked like 37 times a day where she would see herself somewhere. So you're seeing yourself all the time. Yeah. Which is basically then depending on your relationship with yourself and your reflection, that's like 37 times a day that you're being mean to yourself. Right. Oh, yeah. That's, a, that's, that's a lot. That is a lot. That, that would add up over that's time. a lot of times. Yeah. Yeah. And then she said she felt like she was 14 again. And then she was saying, like, has it, was anyone really feeling great at age 14? Just lots of insecurities. And she said that somehow by refusing to look at my reflection, I had been transported back in time to that awful, awkward stage of my life. And this part is interesting to me. She said that she looked at her feet and, like, the ground more times than she has in years. And then she said it was difficult for me to look people in the eyes because I couldn't see myself. I had to rely on others to determine how I looked for the day. It didn't take me long to notice that my insecurities brought out insecurities in others. If I looked at my feet a lot or played with my hair too much, they started to do the same. We are dishonest by trade. So worrying about my own insecurities made others assume I was really just worrying about theirs. Oh, interesting. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Or it's like other people pick up on that. They like pick up on that. They feel that energy. And then in turn, you just probably, then you're having this super uncomfortable, insecure, you know, these interactions that are just 
Like a waste of, yeah. Because of insecurity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we do that thing where we make an observation and a judgment. I think I know we've talked about this, but so I observe somebody doing that and then I make the judgment. This must be why they're doing it. They must think that I look weird or they're trying to signal me or, yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden now I'm not present and I'm judging that person like, man, what a jerk. Like I can't even believe they're doing that. And they're just not even doing it. Yeah. Right. And then really it just was actually them being insecure. Yeah. Something else going on. So that's such a good point. And then that led to her next one, which she said that she purposely avoided people this week where she wasn't looking in mirrors because she felt insecure and shy because she wanted to avoid wondering what was crossing their minds as they were looking at her because she didn't Mm. know what she looked like or had just, you know, had only this whatever she could think of in her head of what she might have looked like. So, So, yeah, just completely avoiding people. Do you yeah. remember, or yeah. I don't know how old you were, do you remember when I had to do the chemical chemotherapy cream on my forehead and face? And it yeah. was like a, a month. I looked like, I mean, that was, I, it makes me feel weird. Yeah, it, it was it, on, if you Googled Tony Overbay, oh, it, there was a picture of you showing up. It, well, it's, it's there and that, because it's, uh, people didn't really talk about it at that time. And I wanted to know what the process was going to be like. And I wrote, I was writing in the newspaper yeah. column at the time. And that, it's like my battle with actinic keratosis. And I've got all these pictures on there. I mean, I haven't looked at the numbers on Blogger in a long time, but I mean, it was, it was a million yeah. plus views back in the day. And oh, it was and, right because yeah. it was just like and now there's if you Google actinic keratosis you'll see a lot of people's stuff but there was one other guy at the time and he and his was all in black and white and I get it now because it just I looked horrible and it was a month of having a whole scab on my head and face and I was yeah. it was so bad Mac it was I was so self conscious and I did you noticed everybody looking at you and I wore hats and I still right. looked like it was so bad it was so bad I can't imagine if somebody really is that. You know, if they really do feel that insecure about themselves or their Just looks. Just in general, or, right? Yeah. 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 Oh. Like even without some crazy treatment on their head, just feeling like that. So then she said that, so she was supposed to do this for a week, right? And then she says, I couldn't even make it three whole days. And wow, then okay. she said she was getting ready for a date night with her boyfriend. And she was going to just, you know do her thing that she'd been doing, but she literally couldn't. She was like, I had to, I had to do something. Oh, like I couldn't. How do you get ready at all? She's like, I needed, right? yeah. Okay. She's like, I needed to do something. And so she says that she, she finally looks in the mirror and she's like, there I was finally looking back at myself. And she said, which you'll totally understand this part. She said, it was like finding chocolate the day before I started my period. Oh, I, thought, I couldn't get enough. Oh, I know that feeling girl. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought you were going to say, Okay. Something that that that's a thing. That, that's I have a I have a Snapchat memory that pops up every once in a while of you reenacting something that I I think I was complaining about my period one time and then you you go <laughs> I don't even get periods I get exclamation marks. Oh yeah I do remember that that helps so right pops up every year that yeah it made, it made it so much better yeah yeah every time I start complaining I just remember that <laughs> okay so thank you. you're welcome. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay, no, but then she so she said I couldn't get enough. I began to blow dry my hair and then oh. went the extra step and straightened it, then applied makeup, all while staring at my own reflection. And she's like, I knew I what I was doing was wrong, but she's like, I couldn't help. I just needed to keep looking. And then she made a good point. Looking back on this now, it seems so stupid talking about her boyfriend. She's uh. like, Would he have cared that I had not used a mirror? No. Would he have even noticed? Probably not. Yeah. But I cared. I wanted to feel good about myself. Blah blah blah. Okay, and then this part, interesting. 
She says, the way I imagined myself looking was not at all how I looked. And she said that on, she went on a walk with one of her coworkers on the fifth day and they took pictures of each other. And she in her head was like, there's no way I don't look like a hot mess right now. Right. Like she was just assuming having not seen herself for five days, assuming she looks awful, terrible, all her insecurities, thinking her, you know, hair looks one way, her clothes look one way, all the things, her face. And then she says that she looked at the picture and was pleasantly surprised. She's like, I looked fine, like completely normal. Maybe my reflection isn't so bad after all. And then she goes on to say that despite some of the negative parts of it, she started to miss her own reflection, which I think is interesting. She says, I never expected to miss seeing myself just because I wanted to see my brown eyes staring back at me, which I think is such an interesting point because I think if, I mean, think about how much time you spend with yourself and Mm -hmm. in your brain and all these things. And I think another person said this in one of the other articles, but saying that it seriously felt like seeing an old friend that like you hadn't seen in a while when they went the week without seeing it, where it was like, Oh, missed you. Like, yeah, I haven't seen you in a minute. Cause you do spend so much time with yourself and you know, whether people might feel like it, there is, I think a level of self-love that is there. Yeah. Even if you're insecure, but I think it's interesting how this brings that out. Yeah. Potentially. Hey, have you heard, and I'm trying to, um, I'm, I'm trying to Google it right now and I don't even know what, what to Google. Yeah. And I feel like I'm usually okay at Googling, <laughs> but there's, yeah. I heard someone talk about something you can do with your camera that makes you see a completely different view of yourself. Do you know what I'm talking about at all? Oh, there's, I don't know if this is what you're talking about, but there is this, it's called like either a true mirror or a real mirror, Yeah. but there's this mirror you can get. I think it's it's like three mirrors positioned in a way that oh. supposedly the way you see yourself in that mirror is the way that other people see you or is, and I've seen a few things. I've seen people look into them and like start crying. Yeah. Okay. This is what I've shocked. heard. They're like, oh, I actually, yeah. And then I, there's like TikTokers that have been funny about it. And we'll like look at it and then start crying. And they're like, nobody buy this. This is terrible. You don't want to know what you look like and like do the whole other thing. But I have seen, yeah, I can think of one video I saw where this guy like set up one. I don't know where it was just like on the street somewhere and he would let people just come look into it. And I can, it was like, yeah, this girl just started crying. She was like, okay, like I'm, that's not so bad. <laughs> but, you know, like that was literally her reaction. So yeah, that's, I think that's totally a thing. We I, have I found these. it. I'll put it in the link of the, in our okay. show notes and I, I won't watch it now, but it, it's a site called truemirror.com and I'm so curious. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. And cause I think supposedly it's, cause we do just, I mean, we see our reflections and we see our insecurities, right? When we see our reflection, we go straight to the things we hate about ourselves or we even have this version of ourselves made up in our heads that we must look this certain way. And then, yeah, it's like, no, oh. you're probably actually pretty decent looking and it's all just in your head. Wow. Which interesting. But then, okay. So that kind of goes to her, her next point. She said, I expected people to notice something was different about me. And she was just saying that like, she, she assumed everyone would come up to her and be like, yike, you look different. Like you look tired. You look bit, you oh. know, just fill in the blank. <laughs> and so she spent the whole time being so defensive of that or worried that people were just going to be like, Oh my gosh. When really nobody even noticed, nobody knew anything was different and nobody even thought more about or thought that much about her appearance in general. 
she said, I wasn't a hot mess. I was just me. And then she said at the end, she says that she was proud of herself for finishing it, even though she technically cheated a little bit, (laughs) but she said, it may seem like all I did was avoid my reflection for a couple days, but it was so much more than that. I recognized one of my greatest insecurities and tried to do something about it. This challenge was important because it made me more self-aware. It made me face my insecurities head on and it made me appreciate my own reflection more. I actually enjoy looking at my reflection now. It all sounds very cliche. The idea that failing to complete my mirror challenge is something to be proud of, but it is. Say what you want about body image and our current obsession with it, but I've never been able to go a week without being mean to myself, and this week I had. If attempting to not look in a mirror for a week can do that for me, I'll try it anytime. Wow. Which again, just that part, the... I've never been able to go a week without being mean to myself. Yeah. And then doing it without looking in the mirror. It's like, it makes me want to do it. So I'm like, okay, I want to try that. Yeah. I want to see what it's like. And it just like, it seems like it shaped her. I don't know. Just like kind of changed her whole perception on her appearance, (laughs) which I think is deep. And so then this other article, this one said, that I noticed the other areas of my life in which not being able to look at myself affected me both positively and negatively. Um, and she went on and like talked about how working out was hard because she would look at her form in the mirror and, you know, things like that where the mirror was just utilized for something Yeah, good. But she went on this whole thing and talked about then because that was frustrating for her, she went and did some yoga and that it, she felt like it heightened her mindfulness, uh-huh. like not just staring at herself, not worrying about what she looked like. And she was saying that he, she was doing this restorative sequence of yoga and out of nowhere just started crying and had this crazy refreshing moment to just let out energy. Uh-huh. And and then she just like, I don't know, made it. It became way deeper. And so she dove into the her own introspection and allowed herself the space to be vulnerable without judgment And then she talks about the same thing. Like you just see yourself more than you think you do. But then she says too much mirror time can get you in the bad or get you in the habit of becoming overly critical, perhaps even judgmental to your own self. Mm. But conversely, too little mirror time can take away from your opportunity to refine and hone. Everything in life requires balance. You don't have to cut out the mirror entirely, but bringing some heightened self-awareness into this part of your life can help you to take pause, be mindful and connect with yourself. I like that. Which I like. Yeah, I do too. Because it's not, this isn't all to say, okay, never look in a mirror again. But it's also not saying like, you need to look in a mirror constantly and you need to like do all this stuff. Because I think we've talked about it too before. We talked about naked time. Yeah. Oh, I've. I've In that one. For better or worse. <laughs> which I think. I've, I've employed that more. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is is big. Like, I think it's important to look at yourself and appreciate your body and have love for yourself and all the things. But I like the idea of there is actually a balance there. There's a right way to go about the time spent looking in a mirror, which is silly because you wouldn't think that would matter right. or be a thing. Yeah. But I don't know. I just think it's interesting that there, yeah, it can be a good thing and it can help you lean into all this self-awareness and mindfulness and being able to connect with yourself without the reservation of caring about your appearance or being worried about your appearance. Yeah. It's a trip because this is one of those things that I really like that I didn't know what I didn't know about it. 
And so now I will be more aware. And if, uh, if anybody's listening and they've never really thought about it before, then I bet you're now going to be so aware of like, I don't know, your relationship with your mirror. Now you probably give yourself a little more grace and, and that kind of thing. Right. And not just go to the negative every time you pass <sighs> by a mirror and see yourself. And cause you don't have to, you don't have to just go, Oh gosh, like it, it doesn't have to be a negative thing every time, which I need to I'm oh, like, I need to work on that. I, I need to do too. something with that so bad. I'm, ha- I'm having yeah. the pauses right now because I, I do know, I do know that this, there's nothing productive about beating oneself up. And it's funny cause I, I don't think I've really right. put it in the context of our looks. Like I can, I always go to the cognitive part, the, you know, if I'm ruminating or worrying or what's wrong with me or, I mean, cause I literally just before we jumped on here, my last session of the day was given that old speech and I love it. You know, there's nothing productive. It's a waste of emotional calories and time to, so why is that not the case with the way, when we look at ourselves? you know? Right. It's the same thing. And it, I think it goes right. Yeah. Hand in hand with that. And I think it's like a, the thing before where it was saying, you know, 37 times a day or whatever of being mean to yourself. It's like, mm-hmm. in a, as cheesy as it sounds, like that could be 37 opportunities to like be kind to yourself for sure. And give yourself a little boost of, okay, you look good. You feel good. We got this, What you know, whatever it is. But I do think it, the appearance part factors in, or I think it can factor into how you're feeling. Like just, oh, yeah. I think it does more than we even realize, you know, where yeah. you do, it's so habit. I think to just, again, if you're walking by a mirror or seeing yourself in a zoom meeting or a FaceTime or whatever, and just kind of thinking, oh, I don't want to look at that. That's a bummer. It just, I think, like you said at the beginning, like it adds up. That has to add up. It does. In a terrible negative way of doing that. So many times every day, all the time. And so I just, I'm just so curious what it would feel like to shift that. Okay. I'm scrambling because, yeah, while we're talking, because I, you know, I would want to say do a little song and dance number right now, Matt, because I really, (laughs) I think the thing I'm struggling with, yeah, and I, but I really, I I dig this so much because I know we've talked before about, uh, hey, we can have completely different opinions if we want to. And I'm so down for this, but there's a concept in, in acceptance and commitment therapy that I love so much that does talk about the, when people give themselves positive affirmations, but they don't believe them that then they can actually have a, like a net negative effect. It doesn't do anything. Yeah. But I really, but I, but I know that there's a way to do this in, in a way of like, again, acceptance or what I, what I am grateful for or, or that sort of thing, you know? Um, so I really want to, cause then I guess, would you, is there any power then to, so yeah, so say you're, say I were to go about this and I passed by a mirror and I noticed that I was having a negative thought. Mm-hmm. Is there power to just neutralizing it? Like yeah, to not necessarily then sit there and lie to myself and be like, Oh, I love how this looks. Or I love how that look, or you look like, the, you know, <clears throat> but yeah. to just take it away from the negative. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Oh, it makes it, you know, to just kind of be like, Hey, you're good. You're fine. You were, that's a, like, yeah, such a good, well, it's, then. it's such a good thing. And I'm glad you brought it up because I wasn't even thinking of it that way because that the way that one would neutralize it is just to, to ex- recognize that as a thought like, Oh, check that out. Yeah, I'm thinking like, that. Yeah. And cause I'm not even, there's nothing what's wrong with me or I can't just magically change it Yeah, because it's funny. The person I was talking to before I was saying, cause we were talking about this and I said, you know, why we have a lot of thoughts. So why do we give certain ones such 
importance or energy. And, and I was so much power. Yeah. Cause I was telling her, you know, cause she noticed that she is thinking this and I'm like, okay, so I'm noticing that I'm thinking the old, I don't know what to do story. I'm noticing it's the, it's the, you know, the old, I am, I am broken story. And I said, I'm also noticing that at that point I had to go to the bathroom and I'm noticing a feeling on my sure on my bladder. I'm noticing that I am hungry. I am noticing, but the one about the, what's wrong with me. Oh my gosh, that one, that one's got me down. And so not just saying it's as simple as just yeah. choosing, but it kind of, you know, you're changing the relationship with your thoughts. Why, why do I give such significance to some than others? So this is so good because if you're looking at the mirror 37 times a day, that's a lot of times you could be changing your relationship with your thoughts, noticing your thoughts. Okay. So let me, uh, can I, can I, I found it, the chapter on this, it's in the book, the confidence gap by Russ Harris. And yeah. just for fun, because in this section, they do three things. And I think the first two are really fun. Uh, he's uh, ready for a little quiz. Please answer true or false to each of the following statements. Mackie, are you ready to do this quiz? I'm scared. I know. Okay. Uh, number one, Albert Einstein was a below average school student. True or false? Yeah, I feel like we did this. Hmm. Tell me more about that. Because I said, <laughs> I think we did it in another episode. Did we, I, I don't remember where you went with it, but I feel like I answered the true, the true or false. You know, it's funny. It came right up on the page. <laughs> so what if we did? Okay, well, then skip. <laughs> so, uh, nope, he was a super smart person. The other one says you use only 10% of your brain. That's false. Use your whole brain. But then the one positive self-statement, such as I will succeed or I am lovable, are a good way to boost low self-esteem. So. Because I think I said true to that one, and then you told me I was stupid. <laughs> okay. No, I didn't. <laughs> but Okay, but let's let's figure this out, though. I feel like we're solving a, a riddle or a problem here. And by the way, it, this is, you know what's really funny about this? So I just, I just recorded my 400th podcast, and I had a little celebratory video that was on, that I put on social media, and it was super exciting. And but I was thinking about it. It took me probably 250 of them before I realized I could do repeats, like do another. Cause I honestly was almost yeah. like, I don't want somebody to have heard it before. And then I realized people don't remember what I said at the beginning of an episode, you know, not, not <laughs> <laughs> to mention, wait, didn't you talk about this three <laughs> years ago? Point. Right. That's a very good point. Yeah. Okay. So uh, here we go. What about positive affirmations? It, Russ Harris says, chances are you've read or been told that if you're experiencing self-doubt or low self-esteem or generally lacking confidence in yourself, then the solution is to think positive things about yourself over and over until you believe them. Now he said, have you ever tried doing this? If so, did it work for you? Or did you find that it caused your mind to get into an argument with itself? While motivational speakers and self-help gurus love to espouse the benefits of positive affirmation, and the concept certainly appeals to common sense, there is no scientific evidence to show it works. In fact, science suggests the very opposite. And I, now I feel like I am having deja vu. In 2009, a team of Canadian psychologists um, from the University of Waterloo uh, and from the University of New Brunswick published a groundbreaking study in Psychological Science Magazine, which is ranked among the top 10 psychology journals in the world. Their study entitled Positive Self-Statements, Power for Some, Peril for Others, made world headlines. Why? Because it showed that people with low self-esteem actually felt worse after repeating positive self-statements, such as I am a lovable person or I will succeed. Rather than being helpful, these positive thoughts typically triggered a strong negative reaction and a resultant lower mood. For example, if a participant with low self-esteem said to herself, I am a lovable person, her mind would answer back, no, you're not, and then run through a list of all the ways which she was not lovable. Not surprisingly, this would make her feel worse. On the other hand, when these participants were told it was okay to have negative thoughts about themselves, their moods lifted. But so then I feel like the concept though is if, if I'm feeling low and I, and I can't buy into what I'm telling myself, 
then I, then I just look at it like, okay, well, that's a thought, you know, kind of like what, right. whatever, move along. Neutral. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But then I feel like, yeah. but I feel like we can, you know, make it even better. And there is, I can be grateful for my body. I can be grateful for this, this old face that's, you know, been there for me through <laughs> thick and thin, maybe a little thicker right now. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I like that because I do, I think you're right. Where if it's, if you're lying to yourself, then 37 times a day yeah. and saying something, right. And then just opening up room for you to fight with your own yeah. mind. That doesn't feel very good no. and that's not productive. So I think that's a great point, but yeah, I do like the then even, cause I feel like some people say like, they're like, just find one nice thing or find one compliment for yourself. Yeah. And sometimes that's really hard. Yeah. Sometimes it's not something you can just do, but I like what you're saying with the, okay, well, how about just appreciate, you know, even if it's like, okay, stop, let's not even go there. Let's not even go to the like specifics yeah, and let's like just that. stay with a, I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad I'm, you know, that, that is a face. Far, that is a face. In, right? right. And that's my face. And some people like that face. Yeah. And so, you know, just kind of not noting that where I feel like that's got to be better than the just ripping yourself apart. Okay. Mackie, you know? is this where we break the news of your, I like your face merchandise? <gasps> OMG. I mean, it doesn't exist, but it sure could. That's right. <laughs> Check the link. These are evergreen episodes. <laughs> I like your face. I'm wearing it right now. Oh and a hat. Gosh. Can you make a hat in the video? I'm wearing a beanie. I just edited it so yeah. bad. <laughs> 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 I like your face. a little face. beanie on top of your head. <laughs> Spelled wrong. F-A-S-E. Yeah, since I can't spell my own name. Exactly. Gosh. Okay, I'm, I like that conversation, no, Mac. That's funny. That was good. That, I I did too. That was that was really good. Okay, so then I guess just to just to kind of then close this out here, I'm gonna read some, this just from the end of one of the articles of one of the people doing the thing, not looking in a mirror for a week, okay. and saying it was a ended up being a positive thing, saying that oh this part my reflection doesn't dictate my self worth. Mm, that's good. That's you know as a standalone sentence is deep, and then says. Um, and then when I did catch myself in the mirror, I was happy to see the person in the reflection, like a friend you hadn't seen for a while who looked the same as the last time you saw them. So that's what I mentioned earlier. Mm. So, you know, a way to be nice to yourself because you're nice to your friends. You can be nice to yourself too. You really can't. And then she said, you can't. It's hard. It's hard. I'm, it's not just some, okay, cool. I'm just going to be nice now. But I think it's, it's worth trying to figure out. Yeah. Okay. And then she said, I knew I couldn't avoid mirrors the way I had been forever, but I wanted to continue being selective with when I did look the little voice inside my head had become an ally and I felt more at peace with myself than I had in almost half a year, which side note, where she said the little voice inside my head had become an ally. I like that. It's even with just the conversation we just had became an ally, not necessarily yeah. then like, you know, a hype man or like a, yeah. That's good. Cheerleader or something, you know, not like some big crazy thing, but just, just an ally, just like a friend, just a nice, neutral, good thing. Right. Yeah. But then felt more at peace with myself than I had in almost half a year. Now I'm writing this about a month later and I still feel that peace. I've been taking fewer selfies, which I realized was a coping mechanism mm. for me to feel control over my appearance and post it publicly for validation, which that's so guilty. well said. <laughs> guilty. <done> that. <laughs> probably still, yeah, I'm like, probably still will continue to do that, but been there, done that. I think, um, I think so many people have. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then she says, throughout this process, I also realized I'm not alone. I had a lot of friends check in on me about my mirrorless week and a few mentioned that they wanted to try it. I had one friend who was postpartum give it an actual shot and she texted me a week later that it made a huge difference and that she's in a better headspace now. Knowing that I'd helped at least two people, myself and my friend, made this experiment more than worth doing. And I hope my story inspires a few readers to do the same. That's so good. Which... I'm intrigued. I am too, Mac. And I think I'm going to try to, I'm going to do in the addiction world, we call it the harm reduction model. So I will try to lessen, lessen my, my mirror usage only for like nose and eyebrow hair. (laughs) Right. Perfect. Yeah. And just, you know, neutralize the thoughts a little bit. And, but I like that too. I feel like I really appreciate the take on just there's some acceptance. That is a thought. But I really feel like it would be really good to acknowledge some some positive traits about your face. I agree. Yeah. Okay. I think that's all we've got. Hey, everybody. It's Tony coming here uh, to you early, early on a Friday morning before I hit publish on today's episode, which I guess technically you've already heard. But if the podcast seems to have stopped abruptly, it's because we had a technical difficulty that we were unaware of until after we tried to hit stop at the end of the recording and neither of our stop buttons were able to be clicked, which led us to jumping on FaceTime and wondering if we had lost the entire file. Now, the good news is that we didn't lose the entire file, but we lost five minutes. And the bad news that apparently whenever the software stopped recording, Mackie and I were hit out of nowhere with, in essence, um, not really sure how to explain this, but the secrets of the universe, as in all of them, started coming forth from us. It was as if both of us had been commandeered by some strange alien life force, and through each of us, we went back and forth, solving and answering all of life's mysteries and questions. And again, talking all of them, can you cry underwater? How important does a person have to be for they're considered assassinated instead of just murdered? And if money doesn't grow on trees, why do banks have branches? And why do you have to put in your two cents, but it's only a penny for your thoughts? Because, I don't know, where does that extra penny go? And why does round pizza come in a square box? What did cured ham actually have in the beginning? And how is it that we put man on the moon before we figured out that it would be a good idea to put wheels on luggage? And why do people say slept like a baby when babies wake up like every two hours? And if a deaf person has to go to court. Is it still called a hearing? And why are you in a movie, but you're on TV? And how can we choose from just two people for president, but 50 for Miss America? And if brain cells come and brain cells go, why is it that fat cells live forever? And how can you tell when you run out of invisible ink? So I'm afraid that those questions will now remain unanswered unless, well, something like that happens again, because I'll assure you, If there's one thing that I am going to remember to do next time, it's...